starring Irrational Confidence. Episode 64. And now, here he is! Irrational Confidence. Well, I'm ready whenever you are, homie. Let's do the show. Uh, so... Let's do the show. <laughs> is it the show? Um... So, <laughs> hey Mickey, you're so fine, you're so fine, you blow my mind. Hey Mickey, that's going in the show. Um, so you went to that's the open, bro. That's the opener. Wow. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know yeah, let's it. not. We may top it. I'm sure we probably will. Um, you went to New York. I did. I'm back. Yeah, you're back from from the Big Apple, so to I'm speak. Back, I'm back from the future. You're back from the future. It, you're it's fine. Your kids, it's, it's your kids. It's I love you. It's it's your kids. Something has to be done Something about to your kids. So you know what? Something has to be done about your kid doing homework on a Friday night. Can we just talk about that for a second? My kid doing homework on a Friday night? Yeah, I saw a picture. What I saw she, a picture. What was she doing? I didn't she was see doing, a picture. She was, was doing homework. She was doing homework on a Friday night. I don't think she was doing real homework, was she? That's that what hey, that's just what the uh it said hashtag homework or uh, something. You can't trust that lady that posts those pictures. Really? <laughs> she's kind of, she's in and out of her life. She's in and out. You never know. <laughs> you never know what the truth is. <laughs> it says, and I quote, uh, hashtag schoolwork. Oh, you know what? Like she does, like, she'll go sit at her little, her little table and she'll, like, just, like, randomly draw and write words lies. and Lies. And she says, I'm doing schoolwork. I'm doing homework. Lies. Such lies. Yeah. So it's self-imposed. We're not. We're not making her do it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. She. She doesn't. I thought she, that was the. I thought that was the Goddard. Uh, the Goddard way. The Goddard education uh, got her to say it's fun to do work. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> She's in kindergarten now, and they they don't really do much in the way of homework. So I think but, her homework is she has to do this like math thing twice a week, and she has to read twenty minutes a night. Gotcha. No. So New York, New York. Yeah, you went to uh, New York. I went to New York. <laughs> it was great. I had a blast. Uh, went on the Tonight Show. I saw. So I guess I didn't go on the Tonight Show. I was a guest at the Tonight Show. Okay, I have a complaint about that episode of the Tonight Show. That okay? That they ran long and they, they didn't show the ran audience. Long and didn't show the yeah. audience. Well, it was because it was because of Tony Bennett. You know, they yeah. normally don't have a guest. So I mean, they don't normally have a musical guest. So yeah, they ran long. But I I you have to take my word as my bond that I high five Jimmy Fallon. Well, see, I saw you told me that before I saw the episode. Yeah. So I was yeah, eagerly yeah. anticipating the end to see you high fiving him as he runs through the crowd. And they cut it off. I yeah. was so pissed off. You can you can see us at the beginning of the episode. Oh really? I didn't notice that. Yeah. So we're at the beginning of the episode. You, you um, and your lovely bride. Me and my lovely bride. I tell you what's what's interesting is like you don't really think about it, but you go and sit in these seats, and then 
uh, you know, they, he does the come and does the opening monologue. Uh, well, I guess that should back up. So it's uh, if anyone has, you know, w- uh, ever wants to go on The Tonight Show or I'm sure Seth Meyers is the same because li- we were like in a line right next to the people for Seth Meyers. Um, it's kind of a process. Uh, it was worth it. It was a really fun experience. I don't know if I would do it again mm-hmm. just because like how much time it took. But literally outside of. You know, the first step, which was being online a a month and a half ahead of time on two devices to get into the queue to sign up for the free tickets. That's crazy. I can't really complain that much for their free tickets. It's like getting tickets to get tickets. Right. So I had the tickets and then uh, uh, I went and had to present the tickets, you know, (laughs) or I'm going to get thrown out of the blimp. So I had to wait in line. And Zeppelin, uh, Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. The Zeppelin, no ticket. the Hindenburg. Uh, the Hindenburg that's right. So, uh, which you know, invariably enough, I was glad I didn't have a ticket on that flight. Yeah, so there seriously. You go. Uh, so anyway, we had to be at Rockefeller Center at two thirty to sign in because apparently they overbook all their shows so that <sighs> they ensure that the seats are filled. So not only do they book all their shows, but they have people on standby, which is kind of crazy. Um, How pissed would you be if, like, that's, like, the centerpiece of your trip and you didn't get in? Yeah. So that's why we were there right at 2.30 versus you could be there anytime from, like, 2.30 to 3.40. So, of course, we got there right at 2.30 because, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to go to the show. So we, then we got a wristband or whatever, and then we had we're told to come back at, like, 3.45. So we had, like, an hour to kill, and then we go back. And then 345, we check in, we go to get in line, and then boom, it starts. From that point until the end of taping, which is like 615, 620, uh, no more, you can't leave the facility. Like, if you're, you're, once you're in there, if you leave to go to the bathroom, make a phone call, whatever, that's fine, but you can't come back. That's crazy. Yeah, so you're locked in, man. So no, you know, no super double big gulps before you go <laughs> in. Can you go pee? Oh my God, that would ruin no. me. No, you can't pee. I mean, you can go pee, but you just can't come back. You know what I did, uh, and we'll talk about this more later on. Is I I went to a two and a half hour movie yesterday, and I went the whole thing without peeing. So you should be very proud of me because wow. it's like a record for me. That is that is a record. You should post that somewhere. I'll get you a, like a plaque. I'll put it on Ello. <sighs> Um, so that, so that was the Tonight Show. Yeah, we saw, so what I was saying was, I guess, you know, he does his monologue and then when he cuts to him behind the desk, all of a sudden, like all these cameras and this prompter comes in and everything right in your line of sight, depending on where, obviously if you're down low. Of course. And so it's just, which kind of makes sense because you think about where the angle is, but but you don't think about it when you're watching at home. Right. So it's funny because you got, you can, you know, the desk is there, but you can't, it's hard to see because you got the prompt, you got a prompter, a camera, and you have like two or three people right behind there too. One guy operating the prompter, one guy operating the camera, and then like a producer has the cue cards and all this stuff. Um, so it was really, really interesting. I think honestly, the two biggest highlights, uh, obviously outside of Tony Bennett, which was phenomenal to see in New York city, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just classic, but, uh, were the hour sound really good. Yeah. The hour we were there before he comes out, cause he starts filming like around five, so we got in there about 4, 4.15. So from the 45 minutes or so until um, he started, they actually just showed a montage of all, like, the best Tonight Show stuff that he's oh, done cool. in the, I think our show was 134, I want to say, somewhere around there. So it was just a nothing but a complete montage and all the video screens of all this stuff. So we were li- literally rolling on the floor for 45 minutes at all these most hilarious things. That's awesome. Um, 
And the second was, I got to meet Questlove's mom. Of course you did. Yeah. She's, can, you, can you please explain to me how you managed to meet Questlove's mom? She's, she's, just, she's just a beautiful person. Um, she, she came to the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the end of the show, Questlove brought her out and uh, introduced her to everybody. And, and uh, you know, she did, took a bow and she shook some hands and she did her, did her little thing. Did you go out to dinner with her like OAR style? I did not go out to dinner with her OAR style. Um, they they kind of leave pretty pretty uh, steadily, so they were out they were off uh, out of the way. You know, I didn't know where they went to. I tried to catch up with them, but they were gone already. Mm. Um, but uh, but she was super sweet. That's awesome. Did you go yeah. to the Rainbow Room? Did not go to the Rainbow Room. It just reopened. Oh, it did. Yeah, they closed it for like five years to like remodel it. Uh, I don't know why it took go. five years, but it's open now, so you can I, go up. And I wanted walk. to go to Top of the Rock, but we didn't end up going to Top of the Rock. The Rainbow Room is not worth it. Okay, Just, yeah. yeah. That's the only yeah. time I've ever been in that building, and it cost me a shitload of money. It's a cool building. You know what's in the uh, basement of that building? Uh, the Pee-wee's Bike? No, that's uh, the Alamo. Never mind. No, well, I mean, like, this, the basement, like... I guess it's the lower level where you would go to like this. There's like a subway entrance or whatever, and that's how you and you can connect through to the other side of. Uh, oh yeah, that's true. I have technically been in that building since I've been through the subway that goes through it. Yeah. Yeah. So in the lower level in there the uh, is a blue bottle roast. Oh, sweet. Yeah, blue bottle right there. So there you go. That's awesome. I'm waiting on the uh, the mail to send me my latest blue bottle. Mmm, tasty. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, so that was tonight's show. Um, also went to go see the Lion King. Lion awesome. King. Lion King was very good. I've heard it's really good. It is excellent. Uh, highly recommended if you have the means. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was good. Oh, also made a stop at Effio Schwartz. Like you do? Did you? Did you? Did the two of you get on the big piano? No more big piano. No. What? Gone. Oh, that's wrong. They don't even have the clock out anymore that plays that song that I don't some I forget what the name what the song is. But yeah. there was a clock tower in the in the main area that played the song and now they've took out the face of the clock and they put it on a wall that as you go down into the lower level and then it plays the song. Mm. But the clock they didn't say the clock tower. <laughs> um <laughs> Azure. <laughs> Lots of Back to the Future references. <laughs> a lot. Uh, We're going to work on Oh, Mr. and Fusion also, so uh, next to FAO Shorts, I uh, saw the Apple Store. Oh, that's right. It's like, like right next door, right? It's weirdly right there. Like it's it's in, so FAO Schwartz is next to like some other like big office building or whatever. Because it's like FAO Schwartz is kind of weird. It's kind of in, it's kind of in with these other, you know, buildings on that, in that area. Mm. And then, and then there's like a huge walkway mm-hmm. opening open walkway um stairs and stuff like that all around in front of that and then just randomly in the center of this walkway is a huge glass cube and that huge glass cube is the apple store and then there's like you got you go in the glass cube and then there's like a spiral staircase and you go down to the apple store the, the i've never been in that apple store but it's like underground right Yeah, so you you take the spiral staircase downstairs underneath the walkway, uh uh, and there was a line to get into the Apple store. Holy crap. And it was raining. I was like, like, yeah, no thanks. I know what an Apple store looks like. Yeah. I've heard the one that, uh, I haven't been to Grand Central since it opened, but I heard the one at Grand Central is amazing. Because it's like big and stuff. There you go, big Um, and stuff. Uh, One last thing on my trip to New York. So, uh, you know... 
city that never sleeps. It does not um, sleep. The melting pot of our nation. Uh, you know, Ellis Island and what is it? Give me your tired, your ragged, your your weary, your... your Canadians. No, 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 <laughs> no. No, we don't. We don't want those. Um, yeah, you're hungry, right? Yeah, yeah. hungry. Hungry's on there. Sure, yeah. hungry's on there. I mean, yeah. if you came on a boat, you're gonna be really hungry. <laughs> I'm on a boat. Uh, so. Given that, you know, it, it would uh, come to pass that I may encounter during my even just a couple of days in New York City would see some pretty strange things, wouldn't you think? I would think so. Yeah. Cons- did, did you see the naked cowboy? I did, but that doesn't that didn't make the list. <laughs> this is this is this is why this so is why really weird. Yeah, I saw some really and it wasn't like I went looking for this like weird found us. Uh, so so Title. four. I've got right. So four things. Okay, all right. Uh-huh. Uh, in uh, decreasing or I guess in increasing order um, of weirdness. So okay. I'll start. I'll start with the least weird, uh, if you can call it that, to the most. <laughs> Relatively uh, speaking, we were walking. No, we walked out of our hotel. We were staying on like thirty. First Street, 32nd Street, somewhere around there. So okay. we were like mid- Midtown. Midtown, yeah. Pretty close to Herald Square, uh, Empire State Building. Um, walked out of our hotel. We stayed at a really cute uh, boutique hotel called the Hotel Chandler. Uh, mm-hmm. It was really nice. I highly enjoyed it. Um, I think you would like it. Uh, so we walked out of the hotel one morning, and a woman was walking another woman down the street on 32nd Avenue with a blindfold on. Like, just walking her down the street. Uh, and we're like, okay. Woman B has a blindfold on, and woman A is yes. walking her. Yes, yes. And not to mention that the street was, like, riddled with construction workers and, like, and like orange cones everywhere and, and scaffolding and, like, police, people that worked for, like, the NYPD, like, bringing, like, uh, taking down those barricade things. Like, it's just weird. And she was just walking her down 32nd, like. With a blindfold, like you do. So As that, one that, does. That was number four. Okay. That was just that was how we started our day on. I think that was Tuesday. Um, number three, we were in so uh, actually we were in Greenwich Village. Uh, we just finished eating at <laughs> the, the of weird. <laughs> right, right. We were, I just finished eating at the best pizza place I've ever been to. What's it original raise? The best pizza. Yeah, you say, they say they're all original. Uh, <laughs> Do you want the one on 11th? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Which I've Pat- been to and is an amazing slice of pizza. Patsy's. Patsy's. I've never Patsy's. Oh, it's, am- it's amazing. There's a couple locations, I think, but we went to the one in Greenwich uh, from a recommendation of, from Tim from Chesapeake. Um, uh, well, he would know, so. Yeah, Tim originally from Ridgewood. Mm-hmm. Uh, as he would quote it, uh, 15 minutes from driveway to Broadway. Nice. Uh, I think he would he would say and coin the term. So um, he, uh, he said we had to go there. We went there, and he did not disappoint. So anyway... Um, as we were walking by after we were full on pizza, there was, we walked by this restaurant and the guy, I guess, who's worked at the restaurant, he had an apron on. So maybe I'm jumping to conclusions with my jump to conclusions, Matt. But uh, <laughs> he was outside of the restaurant and there was a bike rack. Mm-hmm. There wasn't even a bike rack. No, it was a bike attached to like a light pole or something. And there he had a lock on it. Mm-hmm. And the guy with the apron had a saw or a hacksaw and was sawing through the bike lock. Oh, well, that seems completely legitimate. 
and we're walking by and everyone's like half people are just like whatever and the other half are kind of like us like turning around like is that your bike are you like are you is that you're working here and, and that person's not supposed to have done this or are you just stealing their bike I don't know. I wasn't in the place to be the Good Samaritan there, you know. No, you probably don't want to get involved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We had some precious cargoes, so I wasn't trying to yeah. uh, to be be we a part of that situation. In your stomach. Trust. Um, so that was number three. The guy, bike saw guy on, in bike Greenwich Village. Guy. Bike saw guy. We were just like, okay, did that guy was that guy <laughs> really just one man show soon called sawing, bike saw guy? Was he just really sawing that bike lock off in the middle? It was like literally one o'clock in the afternoon, sawing the bike off. Not it wasn't at night. It was lunchtime, sawing the bike off. And it's right over, you know, Greenwichville is right over near NYU. You know, college, college kids all over the place. It, it was just crazy. Uh, no, go ahead. Oh, uh, never mind. I was never mind. Okay, number two. A number two. Uh, in Little Italy after dinner okay. with, with Mr. Pat Lenahan. Oh, Pat. Uh, walking back Pat. to the subway and saw a guy walking down the street, like you do, mm-hmm. old Italian guy, uh, with a cat on his head. <laughs> on, on his head. The cat was sitting on his head. Like a cat, not, you know, like. And, and he was moving. He was, he was walking across the street. Yeah. And the cat was literally like a cat would sit, like on the you know on the floor, mm-hmm. on his legs. You know, not all not laying down, but standing up, sitting on the dude's head, walking across. Did he have I don't a know, large head? No, he, he had a he had a normal Italian head. <laughs> oh, well, you know how those are. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I didn't I didn't come bizarre. out of that experience thinking, wow, it's a good thing that guy has a huge head. <laughs> what a what a convenient space for a cat to sit on. Yeah. Wow. Uh, kind of crazy, right? That's really bizarre. I mean, and it, it could have been the bottle of Pinot that I purchased and drank, but you know, I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure my wife saw it too. So there you go. Um, number one. Okay. The very, the very first day. We were spoiled on the first day. This is peak weirdness. Peak weirdness. 10, 9.45 in the morning. Walking day one. To 9.45 in the morning. Uh, oh, I, I was like, yeah, it was technically day two. I mean, we got there in the afternoon. It's the first full day. Ah, I got you. Uh, Monday morning, 9.45. You know, commuting. Pe- most people are going to work or whatever, at work or as it were. I uh, saw a group of people, two or three of them, walking down toward us. And we're walking down toward. We're going to uh, the 9/11 memorial, which okay. I'll talk about. Which I'll talk about in a second. So we're walking down. That's you know Battery Park. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are getting ready to get on the subway, and uh, passing us is a group, and one of the ladies in the group literally has gorilla pants on, like the bottom half of a gorilla costume. Okay. Not the top half, just the bottom half. She has like regular. She has a regular shirt on. What about her footwear? You're right. It was it was the full gorilla costume. Okay, like, so she was like half woman, half gorilla. Yes, she was a gorilla, <laughs> <laughs> or a gorilla. I don't know. Magilla gorilla. <laughs> she was a magilla gorilla. She literally had gorilla legs and gorilla feet, uh-huh. and like and just regular normal up top. And I was like, okay. Welcome to New York City. Wow. Like, did she have the rest of the costume with no. her? Or just no. this is what she chose to wear that day? It's what, and no, I don't know. Maybe, I guess so. But 
She did not have a rest of the costume with her. She did not have any other accessories that would, you know, predicate me, my belief that it was associated like she was going to like a kid's party or something or and, and none of the other people in her party were dressed any different than they would normally. So this is this appears to you to be a fashion choice. Yeah. Why well, not? You didn't go up there during fashion week, did you? No. Oh. I don't believe so. Well, I'm at a loss. Uh, so, yeah, pretty weird, bro. Pretty weird. That's super weird. So that was number one. Uh, so back to what I was saying. So 9-11 Memorial. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah, I haven't been there in a long... When, I, when we were last there, there was still fence and hole. That's all yeah. that was there. That was the one I was there. I was last there in 2003. And now, yeah, I, I would we say that I would say the four. memorial is stunning, and it, like it really is hard on your heart. I mean, it really is tough, um, especially with because they have all that you know all in the space. I don't know. You probably didn't see that picture I put. I, I put a picture on Facebook of it. Definitely um, did not see that. But um, so it has you know where they have the cutouts. You know where they made this kind of like expanse of chasm with the water flowing down they have the names of everyone from that tower lining this this hole um and then so they and then as you walk along it and they have all the names you see some people that have come and put little flowers in there Mm -hmm. next to the next to them i mean it's tough um but i will i will tell you to it it uh, it is worth going back there and going to the museum the museum was unreal unreal Mm -hmm. and i and i bitched a little bit about I was like really because like, I got in line so we we're like we're gonna do this and they're like how much and I was like how much is it and said twenty four dollars I was like Ouch. really fifty bucks for us to go and do this museum totally worth it wow totally worth it I would I would have paid twice as much honestly I would have hmm. we, we were there two hours and we could have been there longer there's so much stuff there wow and it is and I think a lot of it obviously is we live that I mean so it means a lot to us but just some of the things they had an actual fire truck. That responded to the um, to the towers that had gotten crushed in the rubble there, like it's on like display. In the museum, actual fire truck. That's crazy. Yeah, it was sick. They had actual stairs that were that were moved. That were these these uh, stairs that people actually escaped from and got out of the towers. Uh, and they actually put them there next to stairs that you walk down. So you actually walk down these stairs as you're seeing these other stairs next to it. Um, they had a ton of, they had a free app that you can download uh, with audio guides. Mm-hmm. And so we brought our headphones and we just listened in. And one of them is narrated by Robert De Niro. Oh, okay. Yeah, good yeah. friend. Good friend of the show, Bobby. Yeah, he's a big um, guy. Yeah, so I honestly, I would highly recommend the museum um, if you're up in New York. It it was well worth it. It was, it was a rough. Uh, I mean, it, it's tough. I mean, obviously, it's mm-hmm. it's not easy listening. You know, it's uh, it's a tough subject matter, but it, it is. Uh, I think it's important. I think it's just like you know, going to the Holocaust Museum. Definitely, um, yeah. You know, I think it's important. So, uh, check it out. That was my trip to New York. Wow. Okay. Cool, man. Boom. I'm back, though. You are a, back. A lot's happened. A lot has happened, man. Mm. We have a ton of stuff to cut to cover. A ton. Well, well let's let's start uncovering. Let's fly right through it, shall we? Bounce like a brown cow. <laughs> That's twice you've done that to me tonight. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, let's see here. Okay, so uh, we'll start off with some Apple iOS stuff, if that's cool with you. Let's do it. Uh, this is all news and follow-up, and I'm just going to fly through it. Fly right through it. Okay. Uh, iOS 8.0.2 is out. 0.0.2.3. Exactly. It's out. It is not broken like 8.0.1. Okay. Uh, it, in fact, fixes 8.0.1, <laughs> and it uh, does some other bug fixes and stuff. So it's out. You can safely download it. It works. Okay. Um, I forgot to mention, when we were talking about iOS 8 last time, uh, one improvement that's really, really good. I'm going to pull out my phone so I don't tell you the wrong thing. Okay. Okay. So uh, you're, you're, you got your iPhone. Yes, I have my iPhone. Yeah, you slide up. I only have like 80 gigs left on it. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> you need to ration your data. Um, I, I'm waiting for, uh, you know, I'm waiting for drunk history. And that, that's going to, uh, yeah. I think that's going to side, it's going to cover it. Yeah. It's going to cover a lot right. of that. Um, so <laughs> you, uh, let's say you want to change the brightness on your phone. Okay. Uh, it used to be under iOS 7 that uh, uh, you would slide up from the bottom to open Control Windows. Center. Yeah. And the background, which was your home screen, would dim. Yeah. And you would slide it, and you had no idea really what the brightness of your actual screen was until you swiped back down and looked at it. Exactly. Excuse me. Well, hey, you told me you didn't want me to mute anymore. No, I don't want you to mute. So, um, so that's what you get, listeners. Live to tape, folks. Blame, um, blame Mr. I Ford. You can eight. tweet, tweet Mr. Ford how much you enjoyed that because yeah. I'm not allowed to mute. S- send all your feedback to, uh, <laughs> to at Ford NR five seven nine trash at gmail dot com. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, it used to be that you would slide the brightness back and forth, and you could not see what it what happened until you until you slid the control center back closed, and so like you really couldn't get the brightness exactly where you wanted it without okay. doing it a couple of times. Well, now in iOS eight, uh, as soon as you touch the slider for the brightness, the background, the home screen lights up to where it is currently, and as you slide it back and forth, you can actually watch the home screen in real time change brightness so you know how bright it's going to be so that's well there you go and we didn't talk about that last time i just wanted to mention it that it works a lot better now so there's those um verizon announced about uh, i don't know why we didn't talk about this last time um but verizon announced i guess about a week or so after the iphone 6 came out that they were enabling the uh what they're calling advanced calling it's basically their voice over LTE system, right. and they're calling it high-definition voice calling because, I guess, being on a, a faster part of the network, it's, they can use more bandwidth, and it sounds better. But the uh, the real thing is if you enable this, you get what Verizon customers haven't had for so long, simultaneous voice and data. Mm. Um, and so to activate, it's free for, you have to have, obviously, an active Verizon account, obviously. Um, and you have to have a, a VOLTE-capable phone, which the iPhone 6 is. And there are some Android phones that do it, too. I don't know specifically which ones, but some of the newer ones do it, too. And basically, all you do is you go into your Verizon account page, and you have to do it for each phone. Uh, you can't do it, like, account-wide. You have to do it for each phone. And you basically add... Uh, advanced calling to your plan and then do and then check out like you're paying for it but of course it's zero because it's a free service but you have to add it to your account like you would any other service and then once you do that you go on your phone and you go into settings uh, cellular enable LTE and there's a check box there for voice I think it's no it's it's for it's for how you want your LTE and it's off 
voice and data or just data. And if you check voice and data and you've activated advanced calling, then boom, you'll have advanced calling. You'll have voice and data enabled. So, so there you what's, go. what's the downside? There is no downside. So why do they make it automatic? Like, I don't um, understand. I don't know why they don't make it automatic. Did you do it? Yeah, I did it. Okay. But, I mean, I haven't really used both because I never make phone calls, so. <laughs> I'm trying. Is it available? I'm, I'm looking on here. I'll put a link to the. Uh, oh, here we go. Advanced calling 1.0. Yeah. And you just, you just I'm doing it from I'm doing it from the app. Oh, there you go. HD Voice delivers natural sounding calls when both parties are using HD Voice enabled phones. Yeah, connecting that's to the, the caveat is you both both ends of the call have to be using HD Voice advanced calling enabled phones. So okay, add might, this feature to enable for iPhone enable LTE for voice and data by going into cellular settings. Okay. Yep. Huh? Look at that. Oh, so, I only, oh, I oh I've added. Okay, so it added it automatically. Anyway. Review one change. Review. Okay. Wow! Look at this. Look at this. This is happening right now. It's as of, as of today. Please note the effective change. Look at this. Why do I want to wait to the next bill cycle? No, I'm do it you now. don't want to do that. Uh, make more feature changes. <laughs> uh, submit feature changes. I did it for my phone. I didn't do it for my wife's phone yet. Yeah. Um, Wow, dude, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I didn't. I, it's so crazy that they would not tell you that. Yeah, they. The only way I found about out about it is I was reading some you know Apple blogs and they were talking about it. Like I've never, I haven't gotten any emails from Verizon or anything. Although they did send me and my wife today texts telling us that we can trade in our old iPhones for new iPhone sixes. Yeah, like, well, they ex- you know, they they extended that deal to ten fifteen. Well, you would think they could like you know weed out the people that already freaking had them. They nuts. never told me. They never told me that I could upgrade. They, they told me today. It's crazy. Yeah. But anyway, there's Verizon for you. Um, okay, so moving right along. So wait a minute, where do you go again? You go to... Settings. Okay. Cellular. Should be okay. right up top. Okay. Enable LTE, I think, or just LTE. I can't remember. Is it enable LTE? I'll find it right here. I'll pull it I, up. I, I want to go ahead and do the wife so she didn't... Okay, so me. it's... Settings. Okay. Cellular. Okay. Enable LTE up top. Oh, yeah. And then voice and data. There you go. Look boom. at that. Boom, boom. There you go. Yep. So there you go. You're all set. Um, okay, so moving along. Uh, I don't know if you noticed. I'm sure you did. But I don't know if everybody else noticed that TweetBot 3.5 was released. Uh, and, oh, there you go. Yeah. Um... It doesn't yet have a widget. We've been promised a widget, but it has the widget is not active yet. But this one does uh, upgrade, update the interface to be fully compatible with the uh, iPhone six and six plus, and it also gives you interactive notifications. So, like if you get a direct message on and it pops up on your home screen, you can reply from right there. Uh, it doesn't actually reply from right there. It really it takes you into the app, um, but it's the same basic difference. Um, and then it also uh, integrates the Apple share sheet so you can like send stuff to Instapaper through that or open in Safari through that and stuff like that. So, um, but it, it, and it works, no problems, and it's good. So, get it. Um, then I also want to mention we talked about uh, the iPhone sales in China a bit last time, and we were talking about how, how they had sold like 10 million iPhones and that wasn't even counting China. Well, they announced that. Uh, 
iPhone 6 and 6 Plus pre-orders in China reached 4 million, 4 million pre-orders, which is wow. is pretty much what was sold here in pre-orders. Um, but uh, the interesting thing to me was it was almost evenly split between the 6 and the 6 Plus, which I think is really interesting. Mm. The, the Chinese really want that 6 Plus, so yeah, that's kind of neat. Um and then, uh, last thing, Apple-wise, we've got an iPad event coming up, sir. Yes. Yes, we do. Thursday this time instead of Tuesday, which is kind of sucks since I'm off on Tuesday next week and not Thursday. Uh, but it's Thursday, October 6th. It's going to be on the Apple campus, so it's going to be a relatively small event. They are going to live stream it. It's going to be at 10 o'clock Pacific time, 1 o'clock Eastern time. They're almost definitely going to talk about iPads, probably going to talk about Macs a bit. Um, they'll probably announce when Yosemite will be available. It'll probably be either that day or very soon thereafter. And hopefully we'll get an updated Apple TV, but I don't know if that's going to happen or not. But uh, we'll find out on Thursday, and so, we'll definitely talk about it. So what do you think for iPads, just lighter, faster? I think uh, you'll see you'll see the A8 go into the Mini and the, and the iPad Air. Uh, you'll see Touch ID... You'll, I, I've heard a couple of rumors about a bigger iPad, but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I think I think mainly you'll see a lot of the iPhone 6 technology come to the iPad, like uh, Touch ID and stuff like that. So, because none of, wait, does the current, I don't think any of the iPads right now have Touch ID. I believe. Um, I know the mini doesn't because I have the newest mini. I am not sure on that. The, so, well, what's the latest? I mean, they, I guess they just did come out with the newer yeah, iPads. The mini yeah. with Retina and the iPad Air are the newest. And I know the mini with Retina doesn't because it pisses me off every time. Okay, I so it. that's probably something that's going to happen. Yeah, so um, I mean, I don't see myself buying one because I'm trying to save up for a MacBook Air. But yeah, <laughs> twinsies. <laughs> But uh, but it, I don't I'm need sure an iPad. Did. I do not need an iPad no, now. I don't need an iPad. My iPhone six is awesome. I use my iPad. It basically just like lives on my nightstand now, and I read on it. Yeah, well, so. and that's fine. I think that's a it's a good reader. Yeah, it's a great um, reading machine. And yeah, I watch TV on it sometimes, like in bed. Mm, so. There you go. There you go. I I would you know you already have it, so you, you're obviously you find uses for it, and I think it's it's very capable in that respect. Um, yeah. But like someone like. You know, obviously, with my being a, with having a work iPad, like I just I just gravitate more to my iPhone for stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to be watching you know, a lot of things on it, but some stuff. I mean, you know, I've got a couple movies on here. It's not mm-hmm. terrible. Uh, you know, one thing I have noticed. Speaking of watching movies and TV shows on the iPhone, the speaker on the new iPhone is mm-hmm. for a little tiny phone speaker. It's really yeah. good. Yeah, I was playing even just playing music on yeah. it. Yeah, I listen to podcasts on it sometimes when I when I can't plug into something. It's really good. Mm-hmm. I'm thoroughly impressed. Very good. So we will we will definitely report back on uh, what happens on the old iPad event. Cool. So, um, you what, what? What else? What? What up? What up? Uh, you want to talk about some TV stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we neglected to mention, when we were talking about Fall TV, we neglected to mention new show, How to Get Away with Murder. Oh, yeah. Shonda Rhimes. Yeah. And uh, I, I still watch Scandal, but okay. it's it's getting sort of soap opera You watch it because you, you, you you're you already invested. I'm invested. Like, it's the reason why, you know, it's the reason why I watch SOA. Like, 
Sons of Anarchy is, I don't know, I'm I'm just kind of out. It's just kind of the same thing, and I'm just watching it now because I've watched it for like six seasons, and I need to lost. Yeah, I need to watch it just to finish it. Like I can't stop now. Yeah, Uh, scandal. I'm just like riding it out. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. All right, come on, just. But those first few seasons where she was really actively involved in writing and development and everything were amazing, and this new show that she's producing, writing for, I guess. is the the one best way I can describe? It's basically like these kids go to a law school. They're in law school, and their professor uh, picks I think it's five of them to intern in her law firm for the semester. And it's about okay. you know them helping her with cases and stuff. And it's there are parts of it that are completely implausible and sort of ridiculous but it's so well written and so well acted that you kind of don't care because it's really entertaining Viola Davis plays the professor and I cannot remember the name of the character but she's the law professor and the the main lawyer she's amazing in this show and it's just it's a really really entertaining show it's definitely worth checking out and we're only like three or four episodes in so it's not too hard to get caught up Um, so that's how to get away with murder it's really good it's really good uh, and then I want if I wanted to do some follow up. Uh, I watched the Blackish pilot. Okay. Uh, it was you and I were not enthused about this show. No, and it already got renewed for season two. Yeah, it's. I have to say, I watched. The, I haven't watched anything but the pilot. No, no, it, no. It, don't, I'm, don't I'm say not it. Gonna, I'm not going to watch it because it's just like any other sitcom, and it like it's. I mean, it's funny, but it's not amazing. But it's not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's way better than I thought it was going to be. I have to say. It's not great. It's not Seinfeld. But it's way, way better than I thought it was going to be. So I just wanted to let you know that should you find yourself watching it, mm. you, won't be, you won't be too put out. It's not bad. Gotcha. It's not great, but it's not bad. So... I, I can't completely diss, so to speak, blackish. See, see what I did there? Yeah, I see. Um, I see. So it's it's actually it's actually a pretty good show, I have to say. So uh, I'm just not into comedies right now. So uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm not. Go- there's no I'm really go- good comedies. I'm on, going. So. I'm going through a dark a dark I'm phase. Going through a drama phase right now. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I started watching the pilot first episode of Grace Point. Okay. We talked about Grace Point. We, we talked did. about we were very enthused uh, about Grace Point. British or American version of the British Broad Church, yes. right? Yes. Um, and it was going to be kind of you know the the cables uh, or the the network's True Detective, as exactly. it were. Exactly. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I have not watched it yet. I wanted to wait to hear what you had to say. I lasted ten minutes. Wow. I couldn't watch anymore. Be- uh, give me your top three reasons. Okay. I will give you. Uh, I, I got really two, but they're big. Okay, okay. Uh, I can probably give you the third one. I so I haven't even watched it, and I can give you the third reason. reason. So give me your give me your two. Reason number one. Okay. At least those first ten minutes were almost a shot for shot remake okay. of Broadchurch, and okay. I, I, I sit there thinking to myself, why am I watching this when I've already seen Broadchurch? I've yeah, seen do, this. Yeah, do your own thing. Come here. Come on. Yeah. Come on, America. I, it, it was the kind of the same feeling. When you watch the uh, um, the Gus Van Zant remake of Psycho, and he did like shot mm-hmm. for shot remake of Psycho, and you're like, 
I could have just watched the original. I mean, this is fine, but like, I've seen this. Uh, so that's number one. Is like they they didn't. There wasn't any attempt to make it its own thing. It's like okay. a complete, total remake. Uh, and then number two. Number two. I love David Tennant. I love him to death. I think he's excellent. His American accent in this show is atrocious. Ooh. It doesn't sound like an American accent. It sounds like a Scottish person trying to do an American accent. Not good. It's not good. And they, if I'll be honest with you, as as much as I didn't like the shot for shot remake and and it, it just it didn't feel like it was that great a show. If he had been speaking in his normal Scottish accent, I probably could have looked past all that. But it was yeah, like so uh, like this, you know, bring him in. He was. Some, something similar like this happened in Scotland or something, and bring you bring they bring right. him into the fold or something. And or, that wouldn't have been if you've seen Broadchurch. That wouldn't have been that far off. Too too far off because yeah. he plays a detective who's brought in who okay. had investigated a crime like this. Yeah, before. there you go. Done. So yeah. All right, I'm gonna give you the reason three. Okay. Um, what's Anna Gunn's character? On this show? She's a female detective. Now, what's her character's name? I can't remember the name of the character. It's I know it was played by Olivia Coleman in the original, but I can't remember her name. Okay. Wrong and wrong. Okay. You know what her character name is? What? Skylar White. <laughs> yes. That's that's her name. That's the problem. Well, yeah, that's true. Like nobody knew her in anything before Breaking Bad, and now that's all we know her for. That's who she is, and I can't, I can't look at her and not think that. I, you know, I don't it, know that's necessarily her fault, but it, it is what it is. Honestly, if they had, if they had David Tennant speaking his normal regular accent, mm-hmm. and they brought Olivia Coleman to play the part again, it, and and they had Skylar White, who has moved to this town, she could have been the mother of the dead kid. There you go. So it, it was. What's the, what's the kid's name? What's what's Skylar? She could be the mother. What's Skylar? What's the baby? What was the baby's name? Junior. Really? <laughs> no. No, Walter Junior was the guy Junior. with polio. <laughs> that's FDR. Oh, sorry. Um, that's a different episode. The whole time. That's that's, that's that's a different show. That's the Roosevelt. That's the Roosevelt, which I didn't. Uh, I did not finish. Or, or Roosevelt's on ice. Roosevelt's on ice. Yes. Yeah. Um, the how would time, Walter? How would Walter Junior do on Roosevelt's on ice? Not well. Um, <laughs> so. So um, the whole time I'm watching, you know we're losing our our ADA funding for yeah, this show. Well, yeah, okay. I'm, I'll put a ramp in. Um, so in your editing, yeah, in the editing room, I'll put an audio ramp in. Um, so the whole time I'm thinking, okay, it's a shot for shot remake of Broadchurch. David Tennant sounds really weird. I'd rather see Olivia Coleman. And the, the conclusion to that is, I'll just rewatch Broadchurch. Mm, okay. I don't see any point in this. Okay. Okay. Well, and I trust you now, with British. Stuff. No, so I'm. I will be the first to admit that if I hadn't seen Broadchurch, I might watch this and think it's amazing. Hmm. But I, that I've makes seen, me intrigued. That intrigues me to watch it and see what I think. I can't unsee Broadchurch. Yeah, I guess you're right. And I love like British television so much that like it. It. I just. I can't. And so it hurts. Your, it watching. hurts your soul. It hurt my soul. Yeah. So, so I I think I might watch Broadchurch again. There you go. But I I was not a fan of Grace Point. Okay, let it out, buddy. Let it out. Uh, I cried earlier. Uh, okay. So, uh, next up. Next up, uh, Arrow. Oh, which yes. is a, a friend of the show. 
Uh, Arrow yeah, season friend, two. friend of the show, Stephen Emil. Yeah. Uh, Arrow season two is finally on Netflix streaming. Mm-hmm. So I am actively catching up. I think I'm three or four in. And I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna, obviously, I'm gonna catch up before I start season three of Arrow, which is in my Hulu queue. But I'm also how long? How many episodes? Stays in the queue before it gets refreshed. I think it's five. Okay, so, so better get, got, get get to watching. I've got like four more weeks. Okay, and I will probably have Arrow season two done in within a week. Excellent, excellent. So, this is what I like to hear. Yeah, and you're also gonna what? Um, I think I'm 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 definitely gonna wait until the Flash episode to start watching the Flash. But okay. I'm, I might wait until all the way until the end of season three, just so I can get it done and then start watching Flash in season three. Yeah. Of. Um, so here's what I'll say. Okay. One on the Arrow. It's it's a very it's a very good show. It is really um, good. And just when I think like it's there's times, especially in there is some times in season two where it gets a little ridiculous, and especially during like sweeps. Um, where you can kind of tell it sweeps, but uh, they always they always come back, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they always come back home. You know, they may they may go out and have a one night stand, but but they always come back to you, and uh, that's what Arrow does. And season three was just ridiculous. Um, it's great. I love Arrow. It's one of my favorite shows on television. Uh, the Flash. Mm-hmm. And I think I tweeted I tweeted this that I and we talked about it. I didn't know. How I, how I was gonna feel about it? Like mm-hmm. it was a cool kind of little story arc in the in season two of Arrow for an episode or two, um, but I didn't know that I would like that his character could carry a show. All right, uh-huh. uh huh. It's it's good. I don't I don't. It's not Arrow good yet, but that's I mean it just started. You know we didn't really We're think only that like about one it. One in, aren't we? Right, or one episode in. But for one episode, it was a pretty good episode, and it's the same. I'm telling you, CW can do DC comics. They know the how to shoot it. They know Fox how doesn't. how to cast it. Yeah, Fox Fox does not know how to do it. They know how to cast it. They know how to throw Easter eggs in and not be overly forceful about it. Like I think I, the other thing Yeah, that from, tweet you sent was yeah, right on. From Grantland, this dude read articles and it was spot on about how like you know, Arrow would have these Easter eggs in here for this character or whatever, and you you really wouldn't know about it unless you knew. But if it was Gotham, it'd be like, "Hey, look, that's so and so." It's exactly right. Oh, look, Lois Lane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, that look, that little girl is is watering a plant. <laughs> That's exactly what they did in the first episode. It oh my like, gosh! Oh, so hi Ivy. <laughs> so so the short and the the quick and the dirty is Arrow's still great at, in three seasons. Yeah. Uh, Flash is very promising. Good acting. Uh, uh, good good character actors. Tom Cavanaugh, I think that's his name. I love him. Uh, he, I think I know who that is. I think that's his name. He was on a show I think called was it called Ed. Or something. It was called something. He was yeah. on a really short-lived show uh, on CBS called Love Monkey with Jason Priestley, which I really enjoyed. That was my name in high school. <laughs> Love Monkey. And then it got canceled. Um, but uh, it, it's good. It's a really good show. So you should definitely, if you like Arrow, you should watch The Flash. Uh, CW is doing it right. Um, and then the other takeaway is that Gotham is is borderline unwatchable. I'm, I'm trying really hard. Yeah. I've watched all three episodes so far. It's way too self-aware. It is really self-aware. Like, like Arrow and Flash are fun, and I, and I, it's hard. I feel bad because I'm like I keep going back to that, but same universe, right? Same, yeah. same character universe. Uh, 
and it's not even like it's going to it's cable right so it's still network television cw they they know how to do it they know what they can get away with they know who their audience is and they're playing within that gotham is trying to be something and try to appeal to everybody and it's not working it's it's just not and I don't know if it's not working because the concept is weird and, you know, we're, like, in the back of our heads thinking, well, I want Batman. Yeah. And and the Bob kid, Gordon's a lesbian. and the kid, <laughs> Yeah, she is. The <laughs> kid that plays Bruce Wayne is not interesting at all. No. And so I don't really care what happens to him. And then if, like, if you don't care what happens to Batman, what's the point? Yeah. Ugh. And... Um, I'm kind of Fish Mooney is kind of getting on my last nerve. I, I don't. I love Jada Pinkett Smith, but I yeah. don't care for that character. And I don't uh, like how she's doing it. I don't know how. I don't know. I don't like some of the mannerisms. I just don't. Yeah. It doesn't. I do love Donald Luke, but I do not like him in this show. I don't think he's right in this show. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I just don't care for him. And the guy playing Jim Gordon is trying really hard, but I just don't think he's that great. Oh, be ca- Ooh, watch your words there. Friend of the show, Chris from Glen Allen. That's his boy. I, I like him. Ben McKenzie? I yeah, think and I think yeah. I've seen him in other stuff that I liked, but I just... The OC? I yeah, think the, he, you're a big OC watcher. Is that what he was in? Yeah. No, I've seen him in something else. I know Sa- I've seen him in He was something. in Southland. I never watched Southland. Okay. I don't know what else. Other I'm going to have to look him up now and see. But, I mean, he's trying really hard, and I don't think he's doing a bad yeah. job. It's just... I don't know. I guess I wanted to see a young... Um, What's his face? The guy that was um, Gordon in the movies. I can see his face. The guy that was Gordon in the movies. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. That's it. Yeah. What have I seen him in? Gary Oldman, hey, uh, no, The Fifth no, Element. Gary Oldman. Uh, ben, JFK. Ben McKenzie was actually uh, the Prisoner voice. of Azkaban. Oh, Jesus Christ, man! Ben McKenzie was the voice of Bruce Wayne and Batman in Batman Year One, which is actually really good. And uh, Jim Gordon is played by Brian Cranston in that. Oh, look at that! Yeah, really good. If, breaking if you Breaking Bad seen, Batman connection there went from Skylar White to Walter yeah, White and in like Selena three moves. Kyle is Eliza Dushku. Oh, uh-huh. no! She, who isn't it? Eli- who, what is? What does she play? Selena Kyle. God, I love, I love Eliza. I love Eliza Dushku. Uh, Katie Sackhoff, friend of the show and super cute, uh, plays a detective. What was that show this. she was on with um, that Josh Whedon did? Uh, uh, Dollhouse. Dollhouse, yeah. Dollhouse. You're talking about Eliza Dushku, not Katie Sackhoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like, I like the. Katie Sackhoff like was in uh, um, Battlestar I like the, Galactica. I like the Dushku. I'm, I'm on Team Dushku. <laughs> You're on Team Dushku. Yeah. I've said that about you before. <laughs> uh, so let's see. He was in that. He was in the OC. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to see what California. else. California. I know I've seen him in something else. That's that's the theme song. They made a minute work TV series. A what? Minute work? No, they did not. I need to go watch that movie again. It's been too long. Oh, it's not. It's four guys. It's just the same name. That's all. That was a good movie. They did 31 episodes. I've never even heard of it. Oh, it was on TBS. There you go. That's the problem. Well, it's kind of like, I think it's funny. I saw something. I think Entertainment Weekly tweeted the show called Unforgettable uh, that was on CBS. got canceled. Do not ever name a show. Well, and I was about to, like, reply then. I was like, well, there you go. I mean, I, you know, new TV show. Hadn't even heard of it yet. And then I went and clicked on the tweet and it had been out for three seasons. (laughs) (laughs) I'd never heard of it. Unforgettable, so. And I watch a lot of television. And I'd never heard of it. I was like, well, there you go. 
So, so long story short is Arrow and The Flash, you definitely want to watch. Gotham, yes. Probably not. Yes. They're fun shows. They, they are, are really fun. fun comic book shows with cool backstories, especially the, the end of The Flash. Uh, it's got a really cool twist. You're like, what the F? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, watch those shows. Um, and, uh, I mean, you know, watch Gotham at your own peril. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not great television. It's, it's not. just not. I'm, I'm I'm hoping maybe they'll figure it out. You I'm know, season one do, of Parks season one of Parks and Rec was pretty bad, and look at that show. I got to be honest with you. I'm hoping they figure it out, but it might be going the way of almost human. You know, no, they, I don't. I think they've got too. too. I think they've got way too much invested in it. They've, Netflix already has the deal. Oh, that's true. There's a lot of money. It's coming gonna. In. It's gonna. You know, hang on the vine for a long time. Whether it should be canceled or not, it's. It, I think that's separate from what's gonna happen to it. Like whether it's good enough to stay around. But yeah. I think just because of the publicity and the hype and all the endorsement deals, it's gonna stick around and it's gonna be not good and it's gonna be around for a while and not well, be good. I mean. We're free to not watch it. So. There you go. Don't watch. Um, so a little bit more TV stuff uh, before we move along. Uh, Homeland is back on. Season mm, just binged the first two episodes. Is this season four? Uh, sure. I, I can't remember. But Sounds yeah, good. Two episode premiere. Woo! So good. Oh my gosh! So and the, and the guy from Life of Pi. Of course. And, and million and million dollar arm. He plays the kid. Uh, so there you go. I haven't seen either of those. You should. You need to watch Life of Pi. We had this discussion. Um, I don't mind watching Life of Pi because you convinced me pretty easily. But yeah. I am not watching Million Dollar Arm. That's fine. You don't. I mean, that, that's fine. That's you don't need to because watch that. Watch Life who's of watched, Pi. Any cricket knows that that's stupid. Watch Life of Pi. Best cinematography. Best visual. Uh, visual effects. Um, best original score. I think. Yeah, uh, I think that's right. Yeah. It was. It was one of the movies. One of the few movies that I've watched on TV that I said, damn it, I should have gone to see that in the theater. Wow. Yeah, because of the uh, visual effects and the cinematography, I just, it was stunning. And I, after I watched it, I could see why it won. I mean, I was like, wow. So it when I watched it, it was on HBO Go. So check it out. See if it's still there. I don't know. I will check. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, Life of Pi, cool flick. Uh, so Homeland. Uh, my, oh yeah. <laughs> my, my takeaway on Homeland, okay. the first two episodes of the season is one, it's back. I, two, I'm kind of glad that Brody's dead. And Carrie's fucking nuts. She is absolutely freaking nuts. There was there was one scene, yeah. and I can't remember if it was in the first. I think it was in the second episode. Where we almost the bathroom scene. Yeah, oh. we almost had to turn it. We almost like that had to stop so, watching. I, that made, made me glad that my wife wasn't watching because that would have ruined her. Yeah, it and, was. I. Wow. It was hard to watch. Yeah. Uh, she's so, she's absolutely it. nuts. And the other thing was <laughs> that they, they found it. They found a, they, it seemed like they spent the first two episodes as good as it was. It was kind of obvious that they were spending two episodes trying to figure out how to get Carrie and Saul back together. Yeah. 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 Trust. But, I mean, uh, and, and, it, but it was and how like, to, and how to work in a chubby chaser storyline. A chubby yes, oh god! <laughs> Nobody's ever fought for me. That was great. That was so great, man. Yeah. It was, I just knew it when he was like, "You're so drunk." I was like, "Yes, yes." <laughs> chubby Jesus. Oh, it was great. We won't spoil oh, it. Just leave it at that. Great, but, uh, a great but I like scene. it. It's you know, it's what the show was supposed to be. Without you know, after you know, 
if they didn't have so many people clamoring to keep Brody on for as long as they did. I'm glad he's gone. Um, I, I love Damian Lewis, but I'm glad he's gone. What I think is funny is that uh, the kid that they have together looks exactly like Brody. <laughs> exactly like Damian but, Lewis. But his other two kids look nothing like him. No, nothing like him. But I don't think we're going to see them anymore. So no, matter. they're gone. Um, yeah, that <laughs> looks just like him. Um, but, I, I mean, from... From the first few episodes after he comes home in season one, you start to realize, and even in the in the credits, yeah. when the credits are all about her, you realize that this show isn't about him at all. Yep. Even though you know, in in selling this show to us before it premiered, you th- you know, it's hit this guy comes home and he may be good, he may be bad, yeah. and they make it all about that. But the show's not about him at all. It's about her. Yep. And, so, and and I I mean I guess they did it that way because it's more intriguing that he might be a terrorist, but now that he's gone and the show is really all about her, uh, I'm even that much more interested. It's good. Yeah. I like it. It's, she, uh, it's taking a direction that I uh, approve. She is, except for the bathroom scene. The bathroom scene is tough, um, but I swear she is carrying that show. Oh, she's yeah. so good. Yeah. Uh, so you should definitely watch Homeland. Yep, watch Homeland, also, Showtime, uh, available on the Showtime Anytime app, which Showtime is Anytime. available on Apple TV. It sure is. Apple TV, iPad, iPhone. Uh, one other thing I want to mention about Showtime is I haven't watched it yet, but apparently this new show, The Affair. Oh, which, yeah, my wife uh, is really excited about has that. has the guy from The Wire and Maura Tierney, who I love. She was on uh, News Radio and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, uh, liar, Liar. Liar, liar. Yeah, she was. She was the mom on Liar, Liar. And she actually was a little known fact, fun fact. I guess it's not fun. Um, She was, you know, the show Parenthood on NBC? I know of it. I've never seen it. It's like a pretty successful show. I've heard it's it's really good. Right. So she was actually supposed to be cast in the, I think, the Monica Potter role. Oh, of course. Don't quote me on that. One of the the female leads. Okay. But she... She was diagnosed with breast cancer. Maura Tierney was? Yeah. I did this not know was that. Right when the show was getting premieres was years ago. Uh-huh. And so she had to she had to drop out and they cast someone else and then she, and then she came back and then and then got cast on a similar show. They tried to do a show like Parenthood. Uh-huh. And then of course her show got canceled. Oh, that sucks. She also was on ER. She did a good I job on Maura ER. Tierney, though. Uh her dad, uh you've seen Reservoir Dogs, right? Uh, the bear shit in the woods. <laughs> Does the Pope shit in the woods? Um, yeah. uh, the, is the Pope black? The the guy who played Sean Penn's dad, the big guy, the the head of the organization. Yeah, that's Maura Tierney's dad. Oh, well, yeah, fucking that, Peter man. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> channel nine. Um, so I'm doing uh, the drywall down in the new McDonald's <laughs> down, in, down in Los Salinas. Um, <laughs> so it's got the, the I can never remember his name, but it's the dude from The Wire, uh, Maura Tierney, uh, the the guy from Fringe that I can never remember his name. Uh, the one Joshua Jackson, the German girl. Joshua Jackson. Joshua Jackson from Pacey from Dawson's Creek. He's married to uh, the German girl that's in uh, Inglorious Bastards, and I can never remember her name either. She's oh, in the from now. National National Treasure. Was she in National? I don't know. Yes, uh, but she's in the bridge now. She was in Inglorious yeah, Bastards. She was she's in really National. Cool. She was um, in National Treasure. I like that movie. So the three of them are in it, and, and guess who else is in it? Friend of the show, Ruth Wilson from Luther. Wow. What what show are we talking about again? The Affair. Man, I might have to watch this. Yes, it's a supreme cast. And the reason I bring it up is because my wife told me that she heard the TV reviewer guy on NPR talking about it. And he said that's one of like one of the very few shows that he thinks Uh, is worth worth watching this year. 
Is it um? Is it Dominic West? Dominic is, West, yes. Is he in it? I can, uh, dude, I can never remember his name. He was awesome, dude. He was in Chicago. He was in Three Hundred. He was in John Carter, which is not a bad movie. Do not let people tell you that it's bad. I, I've heard it's bad. No, it's not that bad. <laughs> okay, I'll take your word. I'm pretty for it. sure he was also in. Oh yeah, he was in Rockstar, which is a great Sunday afternoon movie on VH1. That used to play That's all the time. right. He played the. He played Kirk Cuddy. Yes. Still, dra- still dragon guitarist. That's right. Yeah, oh, man. I forgot about that. Love Dominic West. Yeah, uh, he cool. also is going to be uh, in Finding Dory. Is he really? That's going to be good. When yeah. does that come out? Uh, Finding Dory comes out in 2016. My my daughter's super excited for Finding Dory. Mm, I may have to make a trip to that. Um, so, so watch man, the fair. I haven't I'm watched it yet, but all right, uh, I'm gonna have to watch this with the wife. Yeah. I thought it was just like another. You know that what's what was that movie uh, with? Oh, what's her name? The Notebook. No, the girl. Oh, Diane Lane. Yeah, Diane Lane. I like Diane she, Lane. That movie with her and Richard Gere. There's like some movie where she cheated on Richard Gere and it was all about like him, her cheating on him with some younger dude. And I really felt like that was just what it was. I don't remember. This one, uh, when you look at the the ads for it, it's like just them having an affair and mm-hmm. it's called The Affair. But apparently it's like more like police drama, mystery okay. kind of thing too. So right. I'm going to check I, it out. And you got me hooked. To, uh, the cast is stellar. The cast is amazing. So, um, and then finally in TV news, since we're already an hour in, uh, you sent me a link, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is getting an animated series on Disney XD. Yes! Which, Disney uh, XD, I don't know if you've watched any of the stuff on there, there's good stuff on there. No, sorry, I have not no, watched. No, serious, they got, all the <laughs> Star Wars animated shows are on there. Which Oh, that's like the Clone Wars stuff? Yeah, all the Clone Wars stuff, Star Wars okay. Rebels is on there. My this, nephews my nephews are big fans. This new show that just started this summer called The 7D, it's all about the seven dwarves, like okay. before they met Snow White, and it it's really funny. It's wow. a cartoon, it's for kids, it's definitely oh, I'm for in. kids, I'm in. but it's uh, pretty funny. Put a link in the show notes to, the, to what I sent you, and it'll have the actual test footage. Yeah. So you, you see the video it there looks super of the cool. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy animated show coming Disney XD in 2015. Yep. So um, I'm excited. Yes, we would. Looks cool. Talk it looks. About that it's more. got some of that like trademark snarkiness that I really like. So, yeah. And the, uh, the test footage. I think you'll be able to do that well in an animated uh, format. Yeah, I think so too. And and like the Disney XD stuff, like they they do good with. They do good. They do really well with, <laughs> uh, with that kind of like almost tongue in cheek kind of show. So that'll be good. Uh, so that's it. That's TV stuff. Boom. All right, let's run through baseball super super fast. All right, quick. Uh, I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you 120 seconds. Okay, baseball. The Red Sox have a bunch of offseason goals. Uh, number one, obviously, is pitching. They need starting pitching. They need bullpen help. They've made some staff. They're going to be making some staff changes. Greg Colburn announced he wasn't coming back. He's the guy that had that uh, brain bleed, the aneurysm thing uh-huh. in the middle of the season, and then he came back. They're looking for a catcher uh, because David Ross is getting old, and there's no word yet on whether they're going to extend Suspedis before the uh, before this season starts. So we don't know about that. Uh, Buckholtz had surgery to repair a torn meniscus in his right leg. Did you hear about this? In his right knee? No. He had a torn meniscus in his right knee for like the second half of the season. And my thing is, you were already out of contention. Why didn't you shut him down and get him surgery? Seriously. I don't understand that. Unless there's some sort of contractual thing, I have no idea why they didn't just shut him down and get him surgery. Uh, so there's your Red Sox news. Boom. Nobody wow, cares. that was like literally... 
not even a minute. Yeah, nobody cares. Good for you. So, who's in the world? Who's and it's not the World Series yet, right? It's the ALDS see, or got, ALCS uh, and ALCS is uh, the, uh, the believe it or not the Kansas City Royals. What? Yes, against the uh, the Baltimore Orioles, Royals and Orioles. That's hard to say. <laughs> Uh, and then the NLCS is uh, the Cardinals and some other team. <laughs> are you saying that because you don't know, or are you saying that because you're upset? I'm, I'm saying it because it's the goddamn Giants. Oh, okay. I thought, oh, yeah, they won, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I said I changed it because I felt bad because the Dodgers are out. I thought I, I had forgotten, and I thought I changed it because the Giants lost the, too. The Dodgers but. shit the bit, basically. Mm. So. Um, so there you go, baseball stuff. Boom. Uh, we got a couple of movie things we before we roll things. out of here, right? Yeah, we got a couple of movie things, and then uh, and then a couple of picks, and we can hit the hit the road. Boom, let's do it. Um, so movie stuff. I'm super excited about this new Paul Thomas Anderson film. Okay. Um, I, I, the last one he did was The Master, the one with Philip Seymour Hoffman and Joaquin Phoenix, and it was good, but it wasn't, like, amazing great. Not like There Will Be Blood was. Um, but this new one I'm really excited about. It's called Inherent Vice. Okay. It's based on a novel written by Thomas Pynchon, who a lot of people have never heard of because his books are really strange and esoteric. And I have one of his books. Can't imagine. Can't imagine. Why. Yeah, I have one of his books, and I've tried no less than five times to start reading this book, and have never gotten further than fifty pages in. Um, it's a really weird writer, but apparently this is a really good story, and this is the first of his uh, works that has been uh, filmed as a movie. Uh, so the cast in this, this is crazy. You got Reese Witherspoon, Joaquin Ooh. Phoenix, okay, Josh, uh, okay, Josh Brolin, friend of the show. I like Josh Brolin. Uh, Benicio del Toro. I like Benicio. Owen Wilson. Wow. Yeah. Martin Short. Okay. Maya Rudolph. Wow. Okay. And Timothy Simons. Who's Timothy Simons? He is Jonah on Veep. Yes! <laughs> I missed that show. When is that show coming back on? I think in the spring. <laughs> oh, my God. I need. I should just watch it all again. Uh, I love Jonah so much. So That show uh, is so good. It is, it is an amazing, amazing show. It's, uh, it's got to be one of the best if you have not, shows. Yeah, if you have not watched Veep, like we talked about how you're in a dark time, but, uh, you know, it, it is a... It is an amazing comedy. It's so goddamn funny. Hilarious. Uh, Hilarious. And it's almost funnier when you rewatch it because I'm rewatching it with my wife. And like, because the dialogue goes so fast. Yeah. You miss stuff. If you're not paying attention to the plot and just listening to what they say because you've seen it before, you catch a lot more and it's even funnier. Um, So this movie is called Inherent Vice. It's about, uh, let me see, here's what. uh, Here's what IMDb says. In 1970, drug-fueled Los Angeles, Detective Larry Doc Sportello, and that's uh, Joaquin Phoenix, investigates the disappearance of a former girlfriend. And I'll put a link to the in the show notes to the trailer. The trailer looks awesome. He's, like, all drugged out, and it's just it looks crazy and fun, and I'm really excited about seeing this movie. Sweet. Looks good. When does it come out? I don't have that written down. Awesome. Let me go. <laughs> stellar, stellar I will, uh, news. I will telling. check. I will check. Yeah, stellar reporting yep. on the, uh, by our co-host. Okay. Uh, so I'm stupidly excited about Dracula Untold. Yeah, tell me about this. I don't know anything about it. Uh, it's probably going to be bad, but this is what I'm telling you why I like it. So one, it's an interesting story. It's like a different spin on it. So uh, for my MDB. This comes out January 9th. There you go. Way to go. 2015. Real time um, follow up. Facing threats to his kingdom and his family, 
Vlad Tepes makes a deal with dangerous supernatural forces whilst trying to avoid succumbing to the darkness himself. So, you know, Dracula was just a man, you know, trying to protect his family and so his kingdom. Is this kind of like a like a Dracula origin story? Yeah. Like, we're going to take Bram Stoker's Dracula the first 20 minutes and make it a whole movie? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, but this is why, this is the second reason why I'm interested in it, okay? So, can I read you, can I read you the cast? Okay, yes, so, please do. I'm so interested. In the, in the titular role... <laughs> Yeah. Luke, Ev- Luke Evans. Who is Luke Evans? Okay, so Luke Evans uh, was in Fast and the Furious 6, which you probably don't know from. Uh, he was it's on HBO Go right now. No, well, you have to watch it. Uh, but you would know him as the boat... What's the guy? The boat guy from The Hobbit? Desolation of Smog? Oh, he's... Yeah, the guy from Boat Town. Yeah, he's the Boat Bard. Town guy. Bard. He's the Bardman. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, like he's uh, he's Bard. He's Bard from the Bard. Bard from Bard. Bard, Bard yeah. from Bardtown. Uh, yeah. Hobbit. Yeah. So that that's so Luke Evans like plays the he Dracula in, guy. Uh, the Great Train Robbery uh, series, uh, BBC series. Also. There you, there you go. Yeah. Um. Okay. And uh, well, I guess one of his buddies is played by Dominic Cooper. Dominic. Who you Cooper. know as Tony Stark's dad. Tony Stark's dad. Yeah, in like I thought, uh, I thought John Slattery was Tony Stark's dad. Didn't you? No, didn't you watch Captain America? Oh, he's Tony Stark's dad in Captain America. Okay, I got you. Not yeah, in yeah, Iron yeah. Man. Okay. No, not in Iron Man. Well, in the new Iron Man, like in the newer Iron Man. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, so Dominic Cooper. Oh, he was um, in Need for Speed. Yes. <laughs> that was a terrible. <laughs> and, movie. and okay, you want you want the creme de la creme? Yeah. Charles Dance. Is the master vampire? Oh, uh, Tywin Lannister. Yeah, yeah, I love him. Or, or you know, what he's really, what is he really known for? The Last Action Hero. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That, that's what I really wanted. <laughs> I'm trying to find it, what his character's name was in Last Action Hero. I don't remember. Uh, uh, Benedict. 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 Uh, yeah, Charles Dance is the master vampire. Uh, he was, I guess, signing him up for this uh, okay. this contract for life and afterlife, as it were. Oh, so uh, this opened, this actually opened today, this movie. Yeah, I'm actually going to go see it tomorrow. Oh, okay. You have to let me know. I'm going to go to, I'm going to, I'm going to support local beer and uh, go to Smart Mouth Brewery, which uh, I need to take you. Uh, and uh, Speaking of and local beer. Support, yeah, we'll support. stop. We'll get to there in a second. So uh, I'm going to support our local beer here in Norfolk and go to Smart Mouth Brewery and, uh, and then pop on over to MacArthur and uh, watch some Dracula Untold. It'll probably be bad, but I, I don't care. I'm, I'm in. I'm in on it. The girl that's in this movie, Sarah Gaddon, uh-huh. she's super cute. Yes, she is. Uh, oh I don't recognize. I mean, she, she was would... born in 1987. <laughs> I don't recognize a lot of the other stuff she was in, but good for her. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, uh, so I'll let you know how it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I know you. You Richmond got stone brewing. La la la. We la, got la. stone brewing. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we Fine. beat out Norfolk. All right. Okay. Yeah, do you have you have Columbus? you have nineteen. You have, oh, all right, you're losing it. You have 11 seconds now. 11 seconds for what? To, like, to to revel. Okay, I've reveled. I'm good. Okay. Um, so, uh, speaking of movies, uh, I don't know if you, you know about this movie, but uh, I went to see this uh, Gone Girl. Oh! Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's preface before you talk about this for two seconds. Okay, um, go word from did, our sponsor. Did you, <laughs> yeah. uh, did you read the book? 
No, I haven't read the book. Okay. Uh, I have not seen the movie yet, so don't spoil. I heard that the ending in the movie was different than the book ending. I've heard that also. And the only thing I can think is that without spoiling it for anybody, including you, the only thing I can think is that because the plot kind of needs to be the plot. Okay. The only thing I can think without having read the book, so I don't know how the book ends, is that the aftermath must be different. I don't know. All right, we're going to go see it at some point, and then we'll talk. Um, So what I wanted to do was... The book is amazing. You should read the book. I bought the book. It's hard to read the book after you watch the movie, though. Well, I find. I bought the book, and I I actually bought it on Kindle, and then I I didn't read it. And then my wife wanted to read it, so they had it on sale at Target. So I just got the paperback uh, the other day. And I knew I was going to come see it, and I didn't want to get, like, a a chapter or two in. So I shelved the book. And I'm going to read it later. My mom's actually going to borrow it, and then I'm going to read it after she's done. <laughs> and then you're never going to read it. It's a, whole, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole thing. I haven't Sorry. read the book yet. The struggle is real. I have seen the movie. I saw it yesterday. It was really good. Okay. It was... It was Fit. Man, f- fucking Fincher, man. It was very David Fincher. Yeah. It's dark. You love Fincher, man. I love David Seven, Fincher. Seven. Seven. Game, Fight Club. The Game. Fight Club. Panic Room. Yeah. Uh, Social Network. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. the man makes good movies. There's just a, the other thing that he does, and and I I'll, I'll try to remember to put a link in the show notes to this the video I found of uh, Fincher's like an, an, a little short analysis of of his style. He doesn't do that goddamn thing that all directors do now, where the camera's moving around and shaking the whole goddamn time. He puts <laughs> the camera on a tripod. Tell us how you really feel. Oh, I hate it. It's it's just so fake and stupid. It's like you know. Uh, uh, Orson Welles didn't need to shake the camera to make you think you were there. Just put right. the goddamn camera where it needs to be and film what's happening. And that's yeah. what he does. And he, But he does it with some thought and some some deliberation. But uh, I'll try to put a link to the YouTube video that talks about that. But it's a really good film. It's very David Fincher. Affleck is really, really good in it. He's mm. really good. Um, Rosamund Batman. Pike. Batman. Batman is really good in it. Rosamund Pike is extremely good in it she's so goddamn good did you so you watched that uh tonight show episode where he talked about how his kids just want to watch frozen they they could give two shits about batman yes i thought that was Uh, hilarious that was very funny and then he was gonna one of my favorites was he they talked about how he was gonna star in the cheesecake factory movie and then he came on they talked it was so funny it's so funny watching him like because he's what's i forget the guy's name but he's like sitting standing right there we can he's right right next to us pretty much he's talking about Uh, higgins huh steve higgins yeah yeah yeah. so he's there he's hilarious and yeah and he's just talking with jimmy and they're talking you know oh we're making cheesecake factory movie oh he's in talks how he's in talks i don't know they go back and forth (laughs) and then he comes on the show and they like pull the bit back and it was so funny oh god this this guys are hilarious but affleck was truly good truly great in this film i did see his penis Mm, uh, wow! Really? Yeah, I saw his penis for a second. Oh my uh, god! Um, and you see Rosamund Pike naked, just a Whoa. bit. But they, without spoiling anything, I will say it's the least. Were those, were those flashbacks? No. They. Uh, when were they naked? Well, you just have to watch it. Okay. Uh, maybe I read the fucking book. It's part really? of the aftermath. I'll tell you that. Interesting. Um, so you, you see her naked, but it is the least sexy. Least okay. 
yeah, there's there's no like, oh sweet, she's naked. It, it, I don't want to spoil it, but um, they're both naked. But um, uh, the other thing is, okay, so she's really good in it. Um, Affleck's really good in it. Tyler Perry plays the lawyer, and he's excellent because he kind of acts like the conscience of the audience. Yeah, a bit and really good. Um, and then uh, Affleck's twin sister is played by Carrie Coon from um, who is also in uh, Tyler Perry's The Leftovers. There you go. So Don't forget about Desi. Desi. Yes, Desi. Oh, God. MPH. Yes. Oh, Neil Patrick Harris. And he does mm. a great job. A For the really win. Good job. For the win. He's really uh, And then Nancy, who plays the Nancy Grace character? Uh, uh, Missy Pyle. Okay. okay. I just I knew I just didn't know who it would be. I, I mean that's it's, I feel like that's a a very interesting role like in the a Nancy, film because a Nancy I think Grace character and then there's like a like almost like a more sophisticated Barbara Walters character. Yeah, it's but, like um, what's the what's the girl's name on Parks and Rec? What's uh, the <laughs> the one that's always drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The, the Nancy, if it's if it's a person I think you're thinking of, I think it's Missy Pyle, and I really like her. Okay. She's been in a lot of good movies. So, um, and uh, who else am I thinking of? Oh, uh, Kim Dickens plays the detective. Oh, first of all, I love Kim Dickens. Love her to death. I think yeah. she's amazing. And um, which are you caught up on Sons of Anarchy? No, I'm like three episodes behind. Okay. Well, I won't spoil it for you. Uh, she's in Sons of Anarchy. Um, Did she die? Damn it. I'm not telling you anything. Damn it. And then uh, I didn't say anything. I said I hate you. Nothing. I hate you so I much. I didn't say anything. You don't know what happens to her, <laughs> if anything. Um, so. Uh, Joe she, Calamezzo. Joe That's right. Joe Calamezzo. <laughs> um, Kim Dickens is in it, and she plays a very pivotal role as a detective, and she is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Mm. So it's a really good movie. I still need to read the book. There are a few things that I'm like, uh, I need to read the book to find out kind of what's going on in their heads. Yeah, it'll be interesting in having read it, seen the movie, and then being the able to come only, back to you and be like, yeah, that was different. The only little quibble I have is in the beginning third of the movie, Rosamund Pike's accent is a little weird. But given what we know about that character, having seen the story, it kind of works. Okay. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. So. Okay. I'm in, I'm eager to see what the difference is. Yeah. So I mean, the the book ending was kind of effed up. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, okay. So go see Gone Girl. Go see Gone Girl. It's really good. Um, um, finally, next. I got one last movie to talk about. Okay. Uh, the trailer for Tomorrowland finally came out. Yeah. Uh, I, know, I know nothing about this. I know very little about this because they've been really cryptic about it. But I'll, I'll, I'll give you the IMDb description, which isn't very good, but it's something. Uh, it says, bound by a shared destiny, a teen bursting with scientific curiosity, which is weird in and of itself. Uh, and a former boy genius inventor embark on a mission to unearth the secrets of a place somewhere in time and space that exists in their collective memory. Like that seems kind of like a weird. It's like Inception or something. I don't, I mean, I don't know. It's really strange. But I'm kind of excited because the trailer looked cool. Yeah. And and I'll, obviously I'll put a link to the show in the show notes. The cast of this movie: George Clooney's in it. I love, I love the, that. Love, love that. Judy Greer, who I love. You know who Judy Greer is? She was in Arrested Development. 
Yes. Uh, she's been in a bunch of other stuff. She's hilarious. I mean, I don't know that she, it's, I don't think it's a comedy role, but she's a really good actress that is also incredibly funny. Uh, Hugh Laurie is in it. Uh, and Keegan Michael oh, Key. Uh, Judy Greer. Yeah, I know yeah. Judy Greer. She's in the Sprint commercials for Framily. Yes, she's in the Framily commercials. Framily commercials. Which they've actually canceled all the Framily commercials, and now <laughs> she's in the Screaming and Breaking Things commercial. For I, I prefer Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> I told you Dad would come. Um, so uh, so those, they're, they're in it, and Keegan Michael Key is in it also. Oh, it's friend of the show from Key. Friend Peele. of the show, Keegan yeah. Michael Key. I, uh, uh, Mr. Peel, I don't believe is in it, but Keegan mm. Michael Key is in it. Uh, it's directed by Brad Bird, who we love. Okay. Love Brad Bird, Incredibles. If, if you don't know, he directed my favorite Disney movie, The Incredibles. Yeah. He directed Mission Impossible: Growth Protocol, which is really good, and mm. he directed Iron Giant. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Vin Diesel with Vin Diesel. Yeah, who uh, who actually had more words than he did in Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow, who knew that? I am great. He also didn't. He, he also directed some Simpsons episodes, didn't he? He did. He did a uh, bunch of bunch of work on the Simpsons. Yeah. There you go. Yup. So, uh, so there. And you the go. critic. Ooh, the critic. He was on. He was in a consultant on the critic. The critic uh, was that the one with, uh, um, shit. Oh, what's his face? John Lovitz. There you yeah. go, John Lovitz and Nancy John Cartwright, and yeah. oh yeah, it's great. That was a great show. It was a great show. Uh, it stinks. <laughs> uh, so there, that's our show, guys. Oh, we have some picks. We got some picks. I got picks two picks, and you got one pick, right? You have two picks. This is a one-pick kind of thing. I got two picks. All right. But they're cool. Uh, I've got two podcasts that you should be listening to. Okay. What's that? Uh, podcast number one, TV Talk Machine. It's on the Incomparable Podcast Network. It's hosted by Jason Snell and Tim Goodman. And I didn't know who Tim Goodman was before I started listening to this, but he's actually the chief TV critic for The Hollywood Reporter. TV talk? TV talk machine. Machine. Yeah. Uh, They talk about TV, and they talk about which shows are worth watching, which shows are not worth watching. And they, I mean, the one guy's a TV critic. The other guy is, like, a regular dude, but he watches a shit ton of TV. And um, they're very well-reasoned. They talk... You know, it, they tend to agree with you and I Ooh. about a lot of stuff, which is so they're smart. Okay, I'm gonna. This, um, this latest episode is about uh, comic book mo- comic book shows. So yeah, I'm I actually gonna, haven't listened to the latest one, but I'm gonna listen I've listened to, to the one. first three, and they're all excellent. Uh, and and the, the thing I like about it is it it um they're 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 very intelligent and they you know they give shows a chance, but they also point out shows that I may have missed and not thought about. Okay. So it's really good. The other one is called Serial, and this podcast is from the producers. I like it already. I know you do. Uh, from the producers of This American Life, it's hosted by Sarah Koenig, who has who worked for This American Life for a long time, um, and it tells one nonfiction story week by week. Serial Wednesday. Serial. Serial. Squirrel eats. Squirrel eats cereal with an S. Cereal with an S. Oh, uh, soggy cereal. There's a soggy cereal podcast. That sounds disgusting. Okay, sorry. Uh, so cereal one, with an S. Yes, it tells one nonfiction story week by week over the course of an entire season. So what they're doing is they're having seasons, and but they're not saying a season is ten episodes, a season is twelve episodes. They're saying a season is one story. So we're going to tell this story through its conclusion. That's one season. Then we're going to stop and we're going to start with a new story and tell that whole story. So there are three episodes into the first season. It's really good. It's a this 
the first season is about uh, this uh, guy who was accused of and convicted of killing his ex-girlfriend. He, of course, says he didn't do wow, it. Wow, my wife would love this. It's amazing. And Ira Glass was on Fallon last night, night before, I can't remember. And he was talking about this podcast and he was saying, he's not on this podcast, but he's a producer of it. And he was saying, and, and I had, I hadn't really put into words what I really, really like about it yet, but he, he put it into words. He said, you know, Sarah Koenig tells a story and he says, even in one episode, she'll be telling you uh, part of the story and you will with her go from, yeah, he definitely did it to five minutes later. No, he definitely didn't do it. And then, I mean, it just, because of the way the story plays out and she's interviewing people that were there and stuff like you go along with her and she's trying to figure out did he do it did he not do it it's so good it's amazing uh, and like I said there's only three episodes in there I think the longest one's maybe an hour so it's not hard to catch up it's so so good you gotta you gotta listen Over, to so how many episodes is like one story uh, well, we don't know. So she's just going to tell the story until she's uh, done. And then she's going to stop wow. and start with a new story. Oh, it's so good. Wow. It's really, really good. It's like the best parts of like a murder mystery and Dateline. And oh, it's so good. I That's cannot crazy. recommend it enough. It's super, right. super good. I'm, I guarantee you my wife will probably listen to it. She will love it. Yeah, she will. She loves Dateline. Yeah. Uh, awesome. All right. So. That was two? Yep. There you go. Done and done. Uh, mine is an app. Mine is a free app. Free app? It <laughs> is a free app. I don't know why I yelled that, but... I don't know. It seemed like the thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the app, is, the app is called Alpine Replay. Okay. It's a ski and snowboarding do, app. Do I need to be in the Alps for this to work? Uh, I mean, it helps. Oh, okay. You need to be at. You need to be actually skiing to for this to work. It's it's the premier ski and snowboard tracking app. Okay. Uh, track track your day on the mountain with Alpine Replay by measuring speed, distance, vertical, calories, and more. Made by skiers and snowboarders for skiers and snowboarders. We automatically separate your runs, tell you which chairlifts you've taken, clock your time, and much more. With Alpine Replay, you can measure speed, vertical, distance, calories, airtime, jumps, time, and much more. If I if I used it, it would definitely need to track my jumps. <laughs> you have a lot of jumps. This is really interesting. Like it sounds like <laughs> dude did a Peter Pan <laughs> right I mean, off it sounds like that it would mountain. Be really cool to start it. Put your phone in your pocket. Yep. Get back to the your room that evening and look at it and see what you did. It's like Runkeeper for the mountain. It just sounds really interesting. Uh, the only downside is we have to test this out. I mean, different areas, you're obviously going to have different cell signal. I know Snowshoe is a little spottier than like Wintergreen or Massanutten uh, and some areas here around Virginia. So it just kind of depends because it does say you need, you know, like most GPS apps that that's how they're tracking your distance and your speed and all that stuff. That's how well, Runkeeper works. They need a GPS signal. You hopefully, I mean, it yeah. says you do need, you know, requires a wireless or data connection. So, hmm. um, I don't know. So I'll test it out on the first ski trip and, yeah. uh, which was booked, uh, for December. So nice. going to be going up for Christmas. That's awesome. Um, so we'll see, but Hey, I thought for free, uh, I can't beat it. You so. can't beat the price, bro. So in preparation for uh, ski and snowboard season, go ahead and get your free Alpine relay replay app. That sounds really cool. Yeah. It offers in-app purchases, but I do not know what those are. 
Uh, uh, looks like I don't know. I guess you get there's a monthly and a yearly purchase. I guess you get oh, probably extra. Like a premium subscription or something. Yeah, yeah. You're a premium subscription. Your mom's a premium subscription. That doesn't wow. make sense. All right, that doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. Okay, that's the show, folks. That was a good show. Boom, back, back and and ready to churn out some more episodes. You know we're we're like coming dangerously close to the two year anniversary. <laughs> Did. Uh, would you like me to look and see what our actual two-year anniversary is? I, it's right. Or, it's like within the next week or two. Well, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look. You can't stop look. me. Do it. Do it. I dare you. I'm looking right. Crap. Look, do it. Go. Fine. I'm Go looking. ahead. Fine. See if see looking. if I care. See if I care. Fine. 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 We're just stalling for time while I look. Right. <laughs> Clearly. I'm looking. How about some music? Oh, you meant Uh-oh. like real music. <laughs> well, that was free. I guess that's better. Or you just put in some U2 because that's free. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to put in U2's new album. Put, uh, some, put some U2 in here. Episode one of the Irrational Confidence podcast was... October 20th? The Genesis Project, October 18th. October 18th. That was close. 12, not 2002. 2012. Yeah, almost two years. We had two links in it. <laughs> One link was Nicholas's iPhone 5 post. <laughs> and the other link was, who should the Red Sox give up for John Farrell? Oh, God. Oh, God. I bet it sounds horrible. Well, yeah, I don't even think I can listen to Mm-mm. it. Nope. You know, it's it's just that it just needs to. If you want to know about it, just check the it wiki. Need, it needs to occupy its space. There in the ether, and uh, I mean, and I don't need I don't need to listen to it. If the listeners want to go back and listen to it, fine. Yeah, Knock yourself that's out, fine. But ain't no way I'm listening to it. It's it's, it's dead to me. And it's like three microphones ago. No way. You know, I, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. That's right. You know, I so know that about you. I'm already I'm already done with this episode. It's not even over I'm yet. I'm going to 65. Wait, what episode is this? <laughs> WAMBC. 64. I'm going to 65 now. You don't even know what episode this is. I have is. no idea. Oh, okay. All right. We're done. Yep. We'll see you lovely people soon. I hope I hope we see you soon. Hope so. Yeah. Pretty soon we're going to unveil video podcasting. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> I don't know. I do have an unlimited Squarespace account. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm going to record it on my phone. Yay! I'm going to try to use up some of the, some of the space. I'm going to do mine with a time lapse. There you go. That'll that'll quickly do it. Yep. Can we do a time lapse drug history? We could. It would sound <laughs> weird. Uh, it'd be like you wouldn't have to talk. You just act it out. I I probably won't be able to talk. <laughs> Isn't that the idea? Yeah. I really I, I have to start working on uh, the props. You need you need to bring your tripod so that yes. I can prop so that I can prop my phone onto it. I will bring my tripod and my Glyph iPhone holder. Excellent, and uh, I'm I'm gonna need to get some better lighting and a backdrop, and we're gonna. Backdrop. We need this is this is gonna be a thing, bro. Wow, this is a it's, production. Yeah, I hope you're I hope you're studying up. Uh, uh, sure. There you go. Seriously, bro, you have like you have less than a month. I got a month. You have less than a month. I have 28 days. There you go. Okay, you have a February. I have a February. So work on that. Stay frosty. Cramming the night before. Show over. (laughs) Goodbye. Love you, mean it. (laughs) It's really over now.